Hey, didn't Don Lemon just dated? Oh, yeah, you saw that video. The he just So he, Don Lemon's got to get uh, gender, uh, like some kind of education or something like that. <laughs> I That's think so, because he said Nikki Haley wasn't in her prime. You know, That's yeah. not, not yeah. the you're in your 20s or 30s, you're in your prime. <laughs> that that <laughs> was pretty surprising <laughs> to hear him say that. We are live. Welcome back to The Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians and the lying Don Lemon. <laughs> On this episode, we're not actually going to talk about Don Lemon, not worth our time, but uh, I did see something like he got reinstated or something like that at CNN. But he's mm -hmm. got to go through some kind of gender sensitivity training. Yeah, the word on the street is that him and his co-hosts don't get along anyway. That they've, uh, you know, they've all got big egos at CNN. Every single person thinks they know exactly what's going on. Uh, Don Lemon, you could see the uncomfortability when uh, he started bringing up that Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Really, what was he doing? He was just, you know, covering for Biden, saying, "No, no, see, Biden's healthy, whatever." But uh, not a good look for Don Lemon. And this You're is after he got demoted. Don Lemon? No, no. That's no, not what not I said what? at all. Come, Come on, on, William. William, William, William is always after the MAGA movement. It's unfair. He's <laughs> I'm to, after the MAGA <laughs> movement. You're William. calling yourself the head of the MAGA movement. Yeah. I think no, no, I'm saying Trump you're always after the MAGA movement. I'm not the head of the MAGA movement. You know. Well, that's, I'm, I was going after you there, but then you said I was going I know, after the MAGA movement. I know. Pick your battles, buddy. Yeah, William, you're more like the country club Republican kind of guy. Really? Don't really work with Don't you dare say I'm the country club Republican. That's what you look like. Sweater, collar, shirt. This I'm only doing himself. this because he told me to wear this kind of stuff. He told me to I know, collar, lean into it. Lean into the character. Well, if this is the character, man, I, I didn't say lean into character. Do yourself. That's what you are. I'm not you a country on, club you Republican. Came on set, <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. That's that's straight laced William, by the way. Mega <laughs> Jesse, obviously, most people know. Joining us also uh, three minutes before broadcast is Bridget. She must have had to get her hair done or something. What happened, Bridget? <laughs> I'm just figuring out my day today. Well, Bridge will be reading your comments. Let us know where you're watching from. Rumble, Facebook, YouTube. You probably should be going to Rumble as much as possible because they don't seem to want to silence us like Facebook and YouTube. And also running the dials, as always, is Dawson. Uh, we want to do a live reaction with the uh, driver's license for illegals, which is on the Senate floor in Minnesota right now. Not really now, but it was supposed to be now. They just took a break. Um, people watching this in the future, this is Tuesday, what is it, February 21st, First. February 21st, yep. 2023. We're on the precipice of an earth-shattering, once-in-a-generation I don't know, generation snowstorm apparently coming. And, That's you know, what they say. We, we get used to this in Minnesota. This is always happening. But it does seem to be a pretty big one. They say 18 to 22 inches in the Twin Cities metro area. It's going to make mm -hmm. that Halloween snowstorm look like a joke in comparison, <laughs> the one That's that everyone right. talks about. And just so you guys know the uh, struggles we go through here at The Truth Hurts, uh, we've got Jesse, who uh, apparently can't park his car at his apartment building. He'll <laughs> get towed. we got William, who can't get out of that, his driveway a when, you got a flake, when you got a flake of snow that falls. you got Dawson, who has <laughs> a bumper unfair, that just completely rips off of his car. And you got Bridget, who apparently uh, uh, has a hard time commuting here even before us a flake falls in the sky. Because that's what it is. It was a weather delay, wasn't it, Bridget? There you go. <laughs> she also doesn't know where the mics are. She doesn't want to be. She's like, I don't want to be part of this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we were watching the uh, Senate floor session. We want to bring it to you live. They just recessed. So let's bring up this uh, felon voting um, right now. Uh, well, sorry, not right now. About an hour ago on the Senate floor. This is a um, 
interesting uh, debate that was occurring on an amendment that said, uh, basically, if you're convicted of raping a child, you don't get your rights restored. Now, remember, the Democrats, what they want to do is allow felon voting. We've even had this discussion, Truth Hurts uh, program, like, hey, uh, maybe maybe this isn't all bad. Like, for instance, nonviolent crimes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Or tax- people that are wrongfully charged. Wrongfully that, charged, uh, yep. You know, if they have to go to prison, then all of a sudden you find out that they're wrongfully charged, or even if the justice system doesn't correct that, you know, those people should be able to vote. Yeah, yeah, well, that that's a tricky slope there because— I'm, I'm a bit more right, iffy about all of this personally. You're right, um, right. But I think what we could all agree with is violent criminals, certainly child rapists, should not be able to vote. Agreed. So here's a discussion. This was uh, brought up. Uh, this amendment was brought up on the floor. We caught it um, when uh, Nathan Wiesenberg, Senator Nathan Wiesenberger, uh, which don't be confused with uh, one of the cast members, ZZ Top, was on the Senate floor talking about this amendment. Let's watch this. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I rise in support of uh, this amendment. Um, I don't think that people who are raping children, uh, pedophiles who get out on probation should be voting on laws that could potentially lessen their sentence in the future. Um, and I've heard we have decisions made by the court. Now I would, I would maybe argue that some of the decisions that our court is making isn't working. We have what, 700 car thefts in Minneapolis in the month of January because we have a revol- revolving door court system. I know I have friends who are police officers that just, it's hard for them to even stop someone and bring them in because they know they're gonna be let out or it's just gonna be dismissed. That's not how we deal with, deal with you know, criminals. We have, there has to be some accountability. So if someone who rapes kids gets out of jail and is on probation and a law comes up that says now it's okay for a 15 year old to have consensual sex with someone that's up to 10 years older than them, they could be voting on that and that could lessen their probation time. That's asinine and that's ridiculous. Um, I don't wanna see, I have three children and I'm, many other people have children in here. I'm sure they would be very disappointed if their child was raped and molested and a pedophile was let out of jail and this person was allowed to vote and their vote was a reason that would lessen their crime against their children. These, these children are gonna be living this for the, with this for the rest of their lives. Um, support, support this amendment. Thank you, Madam Chair. All right, let's pause it right there. Senator French. And, and this is this is HF 28, so this is already passed in the House, uh, basically allows felons to vote, unlike the driver's license for legals. It has nothing to do with voting, right? Right, William? <laughs> Absolutely zero to do with Absolutely voting. Absolutely nothing. They just want to make sure people can get to and from work that aren't supposed to be here in the first place, right? All right, so we're going to cover that in just a second, where that debate's at. But here's on felon voting, an amendment that would stop um, the uh, child rapist from getting restoration of their voting rights. Seems pretty logical. You rape a child. Uh, first of all, I don't know if you should even take another breath in your life, but let alone shouldn't be able to vote. Mm-hmm. All right. And so a very common sense thing. What we're going to show you is the Democrats attempt to kill this amendment. Right. And before that happened, uh, Senator Bobby Joe Champion, he is the uh, you know Senate author of this bill. He is the one who is pushing this. He was arguing that People want to have these people reintegrated into the community, and that's how they don't offend again. And uh, Senator Eric Lucero stood up and said, I don't think there is anybody who wants, uh, you know, child rapists to be reintegrated back into the community. He was pointing out how uh, his community had several of those problems in the past before, and uh, it just shows how uh, out of step or, you know, corrupt Bobby Joe Champion is. Yeah, I mean— 
<laughs> once again, this amendment's just fine-tuning it right to child rapists. I once again think it could be any kind of violent crime. I think there's a maybe an argument for nonviolent criminals to have a restoration of votes after mm-hmm. uh, serving time in prison. I think that's a good conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I just say that? Now I sound like a politician. <laughs> yeah, good conversation. conversation. Yeah, it's all about oh my the God, it is, in, it is infectious. <laughs> it really is. But what's brilliant here is that the D, uh, the Republicans are forcing DFLers to take a position on child rapists, whether or not they support them in their voting rights or whether they oppose them. Which should just be common sense. No games need to be played. Yes, child rapists should never be able to get uh, get to vote ever again, mm-hmm. right? And then let's talk about castrating them. All right. Anyhow, <clears throat> I guess once again, maybe I don't trust the government in castration because maybe they get it wrong. But, well, you don't hear about a lot of child rapist uh pe- well have you are there good being falsely ca- charged yeah, yeah i'm trying to think maybe the, i'd have to research that I, i'm not aware right, i'm of sure it. there's examples this definitely happens with murder charges sure. no doubt about right. it child rapists you don't hear about too often mm-hmm. okay so because that's my argument against the death penalty i'm obviously morally for the death penalty eye for an eye but uh the government gets things wrong and so i don't trust them to make that judgment um, so castration, that might be very dangerous. Of course, Democrats are pro-castration when it comes to a child, nine-year-old, that says, I'm actually a girl. <laughs> yep. Chop, chop. Sickening. Um, yes. So let's see. So the Democrats, this is Nick Frentz of Mankato. Uh, he is amending this amendment. This is a tactic used to kill an amendment. And the logic here is if we can amend this amendment and – push it back at the Republicans so it's no longer kosher for them to vote on this amendment. You uh, essentially killed it, and the author will just withdraw the, the amendment. Once again, why on earth would anyone be against a child rapist being prohibited from voting? All right, play. go ahead and play this, Dawson. Thank you, Madam President. Thank you, members, for this discussion. I'm struck by the words of Senator Limmer. Some people should not have the right to vote. Madam President, I offer the A-50 amendment to the A-9 amendment. Secretary will report the amendment. And I request a roll call, Madam President. There will be a roll call. Senator Frentz moves to amend the A-9 amendment to House file number 28 as follows. Page one, line four, delete everything after of. This is the A-50 amendment. (laughs) Senator Frentz. Thank you very much, Madam President, and thank you, members. The A50 Amendment says that you may not regain the right to vote while on probation if you commit the felony under United States Code Title 18, Section 2383, and are guilty of rebellion or insurrection against the United States. It's unbelievable. This is someone who should not have the right to vote, and I ask members to support the A50 Amendment to the A9 Amendment. Thank you, Madam President. <laughs> oh, so clever, so clever. You know, and, and I actually don't know if I'd have a problem with that if I trust the judicial system when it came to prosecuting the insurrection, because mm-hmm. once again, you see what the Democrats are doing, hyper-politicizing this. But yeah, if it was an insurrection against the United States, uh, in some regards, if it was really, truly what they were doing, yeah, I mean, who would be against that, right? Mm-hmm. And Senator Friends there, what he was saying was, what's shocking to me about what Senator Limmer said is that 
Some people don't deserve the right to vote, so then he makes an amendment to the amendment to prevent people from being able to vote. He's using his own logic against himself. He's arguing that everybody should be able to vote well, except for January 6th people, except for Trump supporters, ultra MAGA. You know, those are the people that he wants to try to stop from going to the polls. It shows the inconsistency. It shows that these Democrats are just in it to uh, win their elections, and they don't want a fair election you know, William, process. He just, he just got caught up by the media twice. We were talking about the first one. There he goes. He just, he just took... The talking point of the media saying that mm. Trump supporters are insurrectionists. Clearly. Well, that's that's ex- no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. They're inside your head. I know. I know what he's thinking. <laughs> uh, I can't even believe you gave the devil his due on that. I'm one. saying that's exactly what Frentz is talking. About. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah protest. So, so what are I wouldn't even give him the. Here? That's. A, I'm just quoting what he's saying. No, here. he's not. But that's what you're saying is now it's the Trump supporters. You you, you injected know what? that. What they should have done is that's come exactly back with an amendment to the amendment to the amendment. Saying that if you are guilty of rioting or looting, you should not have your rights restored. Yeah, we should. well, you can't amend an amendment. So, what if you appeal the ruling of the chair and change the Senate rules? Well, they did appeal the ruling of the chair, and the chair said that uh, the A50 amendment to the amendment was germane. So she argued, you know, and and rest. She was up there doing the uh, presiding over yeah, because Senator, Senator Champion Senator was Ann, going and. Senator Ann put you to rest was presiding over the Senate at that <laughs> yep, point. Yep, exactly. And That's Senator clever. Bobby Joe Chamey was the one presenting the bill, he's arguing least, for the uh, bill. He's at least somewhat entertaining. <laughs> boy, that guy's very entertaining. But mm-hmm. Senator Ann put you to rest. Boy, she's going to be coming back and presiding over the Senate tonight. Well, yeah. she will because it's Bobby Joe Champion's bill, right? Mm-hmm. So usually the author of the bill, if they're the president, they step down to the chamber. Yep. All right, let's, Eric uh, Lucero, he had pointed out how he was, uh, you know, why this uh, amendment to the amendment shouldn't be per, uh considered germane because it changes the entire amendment from state statutes on child rapists to federal statute on uh on the insurrectionists right let's uh fast forward a little bit i don't want to play lucero's audio because quite frankly it doesn't matter how good a point you make they're just going to go with the party line but i do want to stop on lucero to see what color uh blazer he's wearing today what are you going with yellow pink uh, I want to say yellow. I'm going to go with blue. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh, no, what the heck? He picks today to be normal. Man. Yeah, no kidding. Did he, mm-hmm. is he sensitive because of uh, our, our ice first episode of Icebreakers? We're kind of making fun of Dawson's nodding his head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Walter and I had a little bit of fun with that. I like his haircut. Um, is he wearing a toupee or something? It looks like he has more hair than usual. No, he's not wearing a toupee. That's his hair. No, because he, his hair has definitely been thinning. Look at that. He's got a full uh, head of I hair. Don't, I don't know. I think that's normal hair there. This might be slander <laughs> this if is, I'm wrong. Yeah, this is but. really unfortunate, <laughs> youngsters. You know, <laughs> Men get to a certain age, and the hair starts going away. Luckily, I don't have that problem. I have some of the other problems. <laughs> Slower metabolism. <laughs> All right, let's uh, keep playing it. I, I'm actually shocked that he's just playing a gray blazer today. Maybe he'll come back later with a sequin blazer. Um, this eventually goes to a vote. Great job on the fast forward here, Dawson. Perfect. There we go. There's the vote. Um, and so this is appealing. Um, d- essentially, it's appealing the decision of the chair, but it's actually upholding the decision of the chair. It says appeal the decision of the chair. Yeah. So yes means you're um, you're with the chair on this. So as I predicted before, uh, this will pass on a party line vote. And then mm-hmm. it's going to go back to the author of the amendment, which is Warren Limmer. Um, the dinosaur from uh, Maple Grove era, Maple Grove Rogers. And go ahead and hit play. Upheld. 
further discussion on the A9 memo? I'm sorry. The A50 memo. There you go. That's uh, Senator Ann put you to rest, uh, presenting of the Senate. I've never heard her talk before. I see why you say that. Oh, very sleepy yes. style voice. I'm going to wait for the board to be cleared. <laughs> Stimulating. Might have to take a nap here, Jay. Yeah, well, there there is a retiring room uh, behind the chamber there. Senator Limmer. <laughs> I think her mind's always in that retiring Thank room. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, I'll withdraw the previous amendment. Okay, so that's the bill off the, the amendment uh, withdrawing the amendment, and then what basically happens is uh, Senator Dietzik, uh, which is Dawson's senator and the Senate Majority Leader, the Democrats, then uh, recesses, and we won't see the Senate come back to the chamber until 5:15 when Stomageddon starts. Uh, and apparently, they're trying to get some committees in because they've canceled the legislature Wednesday and Thursday. They might still do a Zoom committee meeting just to keep the process going, but they're essentially. Uh, not going to meet um, tomorrow and Wednesday, or sorry, tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, once again, for people watching this in the future, we're on the cusp of like, they say up to 22 inches of snow in the in metro area. For people that aren't from Minnesota and have no concept of what 22 inches of snow is falling in a very short period of time, it's, it's ridiculous. Like uh, our jobs become snow removal, right? Like. Mm -hmm. Um, I can only imagine what my uh, morning is going to look like tomorrow if all the <laughs> snow falls and oh, it seems man. like it will. We got a comment? Yeah, we have a comment from Mike on Facebook that maybe one of you guys can comment on. He says, with the cheating methods they already have in place with the addition of driver's license for all now, which equates to more DFL votes, I don't see any way Republicans will ever hold power in St. Paul again. Yeah, okay, so that's a great point. That's a good segue to the issue at hand because, once again, they were going to do driver's license for illegals. That vote was going to be after the felon voting, which there wasn't a ton of amendments for this one. Um, the driver's license for legals, there's like 40-some amendments for it. So it's going to be a long debate. I honestly don't know how they're going to do it because, you know, with the amount of amendments, they're going to go to the wee hours of the night, like into the a.m. Republicans may be successful in pushing this one off Yeah. if uh, people get scared about the snowstorm. And what we're doing is we're looking at HF4. Why don't you pull that up real quick, Dawson? Uh, we got an article on it. Um, I'm just going to look here. Senate. Minnesota Senate. Uh, no, no, no. Our article on it. So this is uh, something William put together. William, why don't you introduce this bill to everyone? We've talked about it a little bit before. Yeah, we've talked about HF4 quite a bit. It's already passed the Minnesota House. Um, of course, they had a big celebration to commemorate the fact, but it's going to have to go back to the House as it has already been amended in a Senate committee, uh, but now they're bringing it to the floor sometime tonight. This would give uh, illegal immigrants or non-citizens in Minnesota a driver's license that is identical to yours. Uh, there's no distinguishing features that give you any kind of indication that it is uh, not a citizen. And this is a problem because you can register to vote with a driver's license. And there are about an estimated 95,000 illegal immigrants in Minnesota. Uh, and if you've been paying attention to our statewide elections recently, that's more than enough to swing an election. Mm -hmm. And as we've also reported recently, the Minnesota Chamber of Commerce has come out in support of these driver's licenses for illegal aliens, which we talk about in this article here. 
Now, of course, their main motive here is that they want cheap labor. In their letter to the Minnesota House, they say that, well, you know, with the labor shortage, we need more illegal immigrants on the job site, um, which, you know, do with that argument what you will. I, I think it's more crony capitalism than anything. But this just goes to show how establishment groups really don't look out for the best interests of Minnesotans. Um, I get angry when I see this kind of thing happen because, again, you know it's going to be abused. I'm sure the, the MAGA movement, which you accused me of attacking, Jesse, <laughs> would also be... A, by the way, I'm part of the MAGA movement. I was, I, I was definitely all for, not. Oh, I was all for Trump in 2020 fired. and in 2016. I couldn't vote in 2016. You, you either have was, loyalty to it or you don't. So we're at where we're at. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I've been cast out of the MAGA movement. Um, so there's that. You, you but exited yourself. <laughs> I, I exited myself. Okay, well... You close the door to me. It's, <laughs> what are you? You're like uh, David Hanna, the image GOP. You sure. can't come in. We don't need you. Yeah, well, so we when is the do need you. Trump need movement full of purists? Yeah. I, I, I thought it was kind of like a big tent, you know, with Trump supporting LGBT rights. I thought we were talking about driver's licenses for illegals. William, I was get getting your opinion on this. I was asking William, for your opinion. You, you just do? socked Wake me in the today face. And go, well, I won't be here on Wednesday and Thursday, so let me start <laughs> getting at Poor mega Jesse. Every little word. No, he's the one who was attacking me this time. I was asking for his opinion, and he's like, well, you're not part of the MAGA movement. You, you, like, what was that? You falsely claim to be. You know, if you, if you sit there and, you know, shit on Trump every second you get, you know, that that's definitely not a part of the MAGA movement. Well, because say, you set I'm up a, this dynamic where you're apparently the Trump guy and I'm apparently the country club Republican. <laughs> I took serious offense to that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that, okay. that, that is right. a little unfair. I'll admit you're not a country I, 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 club Republican. I retract, I retract that thank comment. You, thank you. It was not fair. All right. But driver's licenses for illegal. I just got to say something real quick. Uh, <laughs> okay. We had um, some supporters come in, uh, get a tour of the headquarters, and uh, they love Mega Jesse. Uh, there's three women. Love Mega Jesse. Jesse seems to have a fan base that's mostly made of women i don't get it but anyhow uh they love mega jesse and they say to say about william oh he'll see his way eventually <laughs> so they, they still have hope for you william no they still have hope for me well they, they were very friendly so i appreciate that about them <laughs> um dawson will you go back to that article just hit refresh you had hyperlinked to the wrong bill so i think it was like pre-kindergarten or something um so just refresh that page now click on hf4 Oh, is that a different? Agent yeah, you had, you had some other bill in there. So oh, gotcha. this is, uh, what are we calling this uh, group of 30 wackos in the house? What we, we had a kind of working yeah. name for them, the 30. 30 it's 35 of them. Oh, the uh, the the nut job 30 or the 30 nut jobs? There's 35 of them. I know, but we're just going to round down to 30 because it's generally these 30 that are always on these bills. And it includes people like uh, Brad Tapke, he, him. Um mm -hmm. You sure he's a he him? Our fan, our he looks kind our of a fan, Cheryl Yoakum, she's <laughs> on that. You know, it's always the same characters. I don't know what Tab Key is. They, they, I don't know. Clown, yeah, that's what he is. He clown. Mm -hmm. oh, God, I can't believe that guy's a legislator again. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So it's got the nut job thirty attached to it. Let's go up to uh, scroll down. Um. And so it worked its way through the House, third reading on the 30th, and a vote. It passed on party lines 69 to 60. Go ahead and click on that vote. So um, there are uh, – uh, oops, sorry, go down a little bit. You see to midway uh, to the right, you'll see a vote. There you go. Click on that. 69-60. Um, so I think one Democrat 
was absent that day. So let me just, boy, I've been uh, out for a week here. 70 <laughs> to 64. That's the uh, dynamic, right? In the Minnesota house. Like, why am I, I why am so. I having a brain fart right now? Yes. 60 to 70, 70 to 64. That's 134. That yeah. Yeah. That's right. All right. So one Democrat. Yep, that's in correct. There. And I remember we wrote about this uh, Republic. There's a couple Republicans that were gone. Uh, but anyhow, scroll to the very bottom there, Dawson. Uh, we're just going to kind of show you. Go to view vote on the bottom. Um, it's, yep, there you go. Perfect. That's actually how you can see who voted. That's going to link to a page that comes from the journal. And then you can see basically on party lines, all Democrats that were present voted for it. All uh, Republicans were against it, including Matt Norris from Blaine, mm -hmm. won by a very slim margin. We had a door knocking team in his district, letting his voters know exactly how he voted. Mm -hmm. um, do we have? We've got to have an image of that lip piece. What do we have that on Twitter? Twitter, or, truth, Facebook, yeah. Truth. Yeah, put up uh, our Twitter account. So Matt Norris, who and, and by the way, Jesse, you were on the ground this weekend, didn't you? Tell me yep. something that like there's some accusations. He's doing a little, uh, little. Uh, uh, what, what do you Carpet call it? Bagging? Uh, carpet bagging. You know, th that's what's uh, the word on the street. I can't confirm any of these details. Uh, from what I hear, Matt Norris was working for the DFL before he was ever elected. He was uh, propped up by them. The DFL said, hey, we need somebody to run in this district. We'll get you an apartment. The accusation is that the DFL was buying this guy's apartment so that he would have a place to stay. And uh, he lives right on the edge of the district. It looks, it doesn't look like uh, this was a naturally occurring uh, situation. It looks like he moved into the district to be able to run for the district. All right, top right there, you can click on the images. There's a yellow, uh, um, what do you call those things, lip pieces. Yeah, either one. Either one's fine. There you go. There's Radical Matt Norris supporting driver's license for illegals. We got door teams. Thank you to our wonderful supporters out in various parts of Minnesota bringing attention to uh, uh, these important issues. Um, this bill was amended. Let's go back to the uh, bill page um dawson got dawson working a lot dawson's a one-man team by the way you know it's pretty amazing he's doing sound audio directing and um pulling up things on the fly appreciate that Pro we probably should advertise for an intern shouldn't we <laughs> all right uh go back a couple pages we want to go back to the main page this bill has been amended already in the senate oh no no one more there you go scroll down to the senate i think it was amended where did I see that? Yeah, amended in the Senate committee. So it's going to have to go back to the House floor if it passes as amended today in the Senate, if it happens, by the way. Yep. We don't know. But, I mean, just what do you guys think? Gun to your head. Does this thing go down tonight? Is the Democrats definitely want to push it through. I think that the Democrats have a lot of, uh, you know, tricks up their sleeves. I think that they're going to pull it off. Uh, it's going to be disappointing. I think it's going to go back to the House. But uh, if the GOP wisens up and they, you know, uh, prevent any of you know delay 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 there might be a chance to uh well, their, hold this thing out that's their plan they have what you said 47 amendments in there i mean if there's any time that they could successfully push a bill off i think mm -hmm. it would be today again you're gonna it's gonna be a game of chicken like are they gonna let this bill pass or are we just gonna have to let it go because i know a lot of those dflers aren't gonna want to drive home in the cities well, that's what I'm looking at. Winter storm warning remains in effect from 3 p.m. this afternoon to 6 p.m. Thursday. Heavy snow and blowing snow expected. Snow accumulations of 4 to 7 inches Tuesday and Tuesday night, falling an additional 14 to 19 inches Wednesday afternoon into Thursday. 
That's a ton. So it's really but tomorrow they, that's the problem. Well, no, but it's still seven inches. You know, seven inches and blowing, right? Mm-hmm. That's not something you drive home. I was coming back from Cross Lake. We were up on a trip for the weekend. I was coming back from Cross Lake yesterday, and, uh, I mean, it maybe had two inches of snow. I fishtailed so bad, I uh, my wife thought we were basically on our deathbed. Um, but due to my good maneuvering skills, I corrected that thing on the fly, and <laughs> we kept tracking Ford. I also have a Ford uh, pickup truck, so very light back. I should put some sandbags in it. It wasn't four-wheel drive, though. Um, so total accumulations will range from 18 to 24 inches, winds gusting as high as 40 miles per hour by Wednesday. So, I mean, at some point it does come into play the weather here. And then if they're not going to meet till, uh, well, probably not this weekend, I guess it could technically adjourn till Friday. That is another option. So there's a chance that this thing doesn't go down tonight. Hence why we want to talk about now and not live stream later. Plus I got to get William back home. He's got to go to uh, basically uh, the far East side of the state. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we probably won't see him again because apparently he can't drive out his driveway when there's a. It's a long there. driveway. You haven't. I'm seen just it, saying. Dude. Just and saying, it gets William. Icy. Just saying. You gotta. You gotta figure that out. All right, Jesse. You want to talk about uh, something on January 6th? What did you find? Yeah, no, there is a very interesting video, and uh, maybe people have been hearing this for themselves. But Kevin McCarthy, who you know we we've gone after certain times, but. Kevin McCarthy is doing something very incredible. He is handing over 41,000 hours of footage of January 6th to Tucker Carlson. So that means that Tucker Carlson will be able to expose how this was actually unfolding, how uh, were the doors opened. And that's actually what this video shows, how these magnetic doors were opened. Point of order Uh, real quick. Sure. Um, I don't like how you just characterize it. Yes, we went after Kevin McCarthy. We know who Kevin McCarthy is. Mm -hmm. He is a politician. He is a Washington insider. That has not changed just because he's done this. Right. I said he's doing something incredible. Because of the 20 conservatives that forced um, a very tough time to get a, a, a vote right. for him. That doesn't speak. make him incredible. Right. His action was good. You follow, my, you follow good my logic move. here, Jesse? It's like it's not I, like I Kevin McCarthy's like all of a sudden seen the light. We're, to go, we're oh, I'm one words. of the good guys. It's the fact that these conservatives have now put him in a box where he's got to go do things like we're, this. We're totally mincing words. You know, he was the one who said in the press conference, uh, you know, I'm not sitting here praising him like he's this great, you know, No, I, I'm hero. not saying that. I'm I just, just want to make sure people understand why this is happening. Right, right and maybe even we cover if that those all holdouts uh, didn't happen, then maybe he would still be pushing on this. I don't know. There's no way of knowing because these things already happened. Yeah, but that's one of the concessions he made, though. Like one of the promises was he would release the January 6th footage. Right, and and do an investi- uh, investigating committee and everything like that. But, uh, mm. Dawson, go ahead and pull up that video I had sent you on Twitter. Uh, it's very, very interesting. I think that this is something that probably a lot of people haven't seen yet, and it documents exactly what's going on here. Should we make full screen? Just like that, they open. Mm-hmm. 
Those are the idiots. <laughs> yep. Jeez. So that is a, it's extremely interesting what was going on right there. We see him motion, uh, you know, pointing up all of a sudden, you know, he tried the doors before they were locked. He uh, gives a signal, all of a sudden they open up. It doesn't make any sense. And, uh, you know, this is a combination of agent provocateurs. This is a combination of uh, dumb people who got fooled. I was always on the Alex Jones Infowars side saying, do not enter the Capitol building. That, that that's exactly what they wanted uh you know january 6th people to do because it allows them to discredit us then uh and that's unfortunately what happened uh you know people got fooled into going into the capitol there good people trump people uh but when i watched january 6th when i saw everything that was unfolding deep down in my stomach i knew the day of something went wrong something isn't making sense here because uh you know some people you know, we're hooting and hollering, saying, oh, that's awesome. I like what these people are doing. I said, no, no, no. I know that something has gone wrong here. You know, they, they were not supposed to enter the Capitol building. Somehow those doors got unlocked. We still have to find out the answers of exactly how, but that just showed the footage of it happening. Was this, uh, I didn't see Tucker Carlson as the, the Twitter account. So no, no, no. How did we get this footage? It came from a release? Right, I'm not, I'm not sure uh, where it came from exactly. That is just a random Twitter account. I think it was uh, Will Free State, at Will Free State, I think was uh, the individual who had posted it. But you said it. that McCarthy gave it all to Tucker Carlson, mm -hmm. so, um, you know. Tucker, so, right, maybe some of it had been released in the meantime. I'm just looking right now to see if Tucker's even done anything. I don't, I don't know if I even follow Tucker Carlson on Twitter. I'm not really on Twitter. Although, Action for Liberty is starting to build an audience on it. Um, unless he's got some alternative means, I don't see anything here. Mm -hmm. He's probably so, doing a story on it tonight, I would imagine. Yeah, probably. You know, Tucker's actually the one thing that makes me even remotely still interested in Fox News. Right. Although yeah. that Gutfeld show was pretty funny, I, I kind of like his uh his long rants. They're pretty funny. And that one girl, he's always uh, razzing on there too. Uh, the one with the glasses, really like petite, mm -hmm. short girl. Yep. But um, yeah, Tucker. Most uh most of Fox News I can't even I can't even stomach, but Tucker yep. he's pretty good. And he was a huge improvement over Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly oh, yeah. was the primetime guy for a while and then, you know, Bill O'Reilly got in trouble and then Tucker Carlson was the next to fill the seat and uh well, yeah, Tucker is awesome. Yeah, I'm a bit older than you guys, so I remember when Fox News really started up in the nineties and O'Reilly was this big thing. It was this yeah. no spin zone and he was the tough Irish Catholic that was gonna expose the stuff and the guy towers over people. He's like six foot five or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, so Bill O'Reilly had this thing. Everyone was really fascinated. It was something you never saw before. Um, 
it got old. It got old. I don't think mm-hmm. I watched it much in like the the new millennium. Mm-hmm. Um, what I appreciate about Tucker Carlson is you're watching this clown show, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll get into this about the balloons. We're watching this clown show live all the time, and he just he basically takes it. He he appropriates the right emotions to what he's seeing, basically making it into a clown show, just joking about it, right? Because how else do you navigate the stories of the day? Mm-hmm. And I think one of those stories is Jan 6. It's so obvious they found a bunch of useful idiots that they could push into the Capitol to spin this narrative. Yep. It was so obvious that's what they were doing. There's the uh, What's the guy's name that uh, was so clearly like an informant for the uh, – Ray Epps? Uh, yeah, Ray Epps. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's probably not with the FBI because his lawyer said that this guy has never served with a law enforcement agency. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, what about the CIA? What about like yeah. defense and tell like never law enforcement? Okay, right. so it's not all FBI. We got the wrong him, acronym. Uh, right. What's there's that? all those videos of him saying we're going to go into the Capitol tomorrow, and people are saying, what are you talking about? Right. No, we're not. He says, yes, we are. We're going in. We're marching in, and everybody's telling him, calm down. What are you talking about? Travels uh, from so. Arizona all the way to Washington D.C. To hear Donald Trump, his beloved president, speak and never makes it to Donald Trump's speech. He just goes right to the the first place that the uh, the mob went basically into the Capitol. Yep. And, you know, the whole story of January 6th, Trump was going to speak. He even finished his speech saying, we're going to head to the Capitol. I'll meet you over there and I'm going to speak in front of the Capitol building. Right. That was the ultimate plan. And then that had to get canceled because of these agent provocateurs and the idiots who uh, went into the Capitol building. Yeah, and I remember they took uh, Trump saying, we're going to fight or we got to fight or something like that. They right. took that as if that was his battle call. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we talk that way all the time in yeah. politics. That's always all you talk. You got to fight against this stuff. I've never said take up arms. Never yep. said commit felony acts. Yep. But fight means basically, yes, we're going to go to their district. We're going to knock on their And make your doors. voice heard, right? Yes, make your voice heard. Well, and even though these people went into the Capitol, I, I wouldn't call them idiots, by the way. Um, they, they didn't do anything wrong. We shouldn't really play up what happened on January 6th. Yes, there were agent provocateurs who encouraged these people to go in, but they didn't do anything when they went in. They were well, just walking okay. around. All right. Uh, it's not fair to label them all idiots, and I'll tell you why in just one second. Yeah. But clearly you saw some idiots coming in there right like, oh, oh, oh yeah we're in there it's like you know you're not supposed to be in there why are you doing this now it's you're just people's giving... house why you can go in any other time why is yeah this but such a when, when there's time? armed guards in front of it saying that this is not uh this mm-hmm. is shut down right. to go in there you're basically giving in to the left-wing narrative that's Fair why enough. they're idiots right now here's what's not idiotic and there's a woman being prosecuted right now in minnesota for whatever maybe it's insurrection but a bunch of things breaking and entering um, you can see a video. We tried getting her on the show last week and we're going to continue trying. I, I don't know what the status is of that, but, um, you can see a video of her going, do not go in there. These are not our people because mm-hmm. there's people left and right trying to break in. Eventually when there's a bunch of people, you're in the crowd, she gets pushed in there. It's like, if you're by the windows and you're like, don't go in there. And there's video showing this. And then you get pushed in. Yeah, I don't care how strong a right. person you are. You're not getting out of that, right? Mm-hmm. And so she gets pushed in, gets mazed, and now she's been prosecuted for that. It's like that's ridiculous. That mm-hmm. is crazy. So I don't think they're all idiots that went in there, right? Yeah, and no, certainly like you're not saying. close to what Antifa's done. They didn't burn down the Capitol or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You have goofy right. buffalo horn dude that just goes to the speaker's rostrum. That's it. Like you don't have. In fact, the only person that died that day um, from Ashley Babbitt. wounds were at, was Ashley Babbitt, which mm-hmm. was a uh, Trump supporter who got shot. And a yep. lot of questions about that. 
All right. Well, anyhow, we probably lost our YouTube account now here because. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. About as that. we <laughs> talked about something that uh, is against their narrative. So anyhow, we are broadcasting back on YouTube. I appreciate you guys following on YouTube. Um, let's talk about. Let's. Do we have any uh, comments on that? section there bridget yeah we have a comment from um epic cj williams on youtube he says walls declared a state of emergency and is calling the national guard to help because of the storm but did nothing when the riots broke out yep yeah oh i'm reading a comment i remember watching senator rest almost hyperventilate last year wearing a face diaper even when they weren't mandatory i thought for sure she was going to pass out yeah fair <laughs> point uh mm-hmm. you know senator ann put you to rest wearing face diaper it's probably not the best thing for you it's just Mm-hmm. You have so low energy, probably low oxygen to restrict that anymore is just not going to go mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Sleepy time. <laughs> mm-hmm. What else, Bridget? Um, so CRA677 on YouTube says, I'm just going to go ahead and predict the outcome of the vote now before the vote even begins. But he didn't live a prediction. Yeah, I mean, um, you would imagine that the, the Democrats don't bring it to the Senate floor unless they have the votes. Mm-hmm. And when you have the Chamber of Compromise backing this thing, which is like, you know, and, and I, I got to say, you know, the chamber of compromise, the, the state chamber of commerce, right? That's way different than your local chain of uh, chamber of commerce, like Lake Elmo chamber of commerce or, or, you know, Egan's chamber of commerce or Cross Lakes chamber of right. commerce. Way different than having the statewide chamber of commerce, which is really just um, – establishment tool now they generally lean a little bit more pro-republican but tim walls addressed the chamber of commerce uh at their meeting in january or their big dinner event where they uh bring all the legislators and lobbyists together mm-hmm. such a, right such a so when we talk about the chamber we're talking about the lobbyists and the, yeah. the people that make up that organization not the businesses that right. are a part of the chamber right by the way chamber also always going against conservative candidates essentially they're always spending money against Conservative candidates in the primaries, so they get involved in the Republican primaries, trying yep. to get rid of the conservatives. And here they are backing the driver's license for legals. So, mm-hmm. you know, when they back someone like Tony Jurgens, I guess, against Tom DePel, uh, basically they're like, yeah, Tony Jurgens is better for driver's license for legals. Mm-hmm. And I'd yeah. be remiss by not mentioning we are on the cusp of driver's license for legals because of Tony Jurgens, that traitor who decided I'm going to endorse a Democrat and flip the Senate to, to uh, their control. Okay, um, and that and that's a great point. W- once this thing passes, you're going to have more votes. I, I used to think the Democrats are always looking for that poison pill when it comes to voting. It's not that they just chip away a little bit here and there, right? So felon voting, you know, there's a constituency there for them. Uh, you know, we were talking about should someone be able to vote in prison? I'm once again like a nonviolent criminal voting in prison. I think you can make an argument for it. And then we're like, wait a second. That's just going to be another ballot harvesting technique right. by the left wing, right? Yep. So, obviously, they, they just chip away. 16- to 17-year-olds registered to vote. Um, 46 days to vote. At most liberal absentee ballot laws in the nation. All these little things don't deliver, in essence, one poison pill. They're just a bunch of things that together mean that they're going to win uh, most future elections. You basically have to have a red wave just for the Republicans to take back control. Mm-hmm. So razor thin margin um, elections are just going to be tougher and tougher with these things. And that's the thing about this bill. And, and you wrote about in the article is there is no provision in there that says this is a non voting citizen because that would be a stigma. That would be really hard for these people who aren't supposed to be here when they, when they go to show their driver's license, which is right. absolutely asinine. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and and it's you know it's not beyond me that the uh government well i won't get into that all right let's talk about we got to talk about the uh, uh balloon right um Doss, will you pull up this uh footage uh we just we, we were the first to break this uh, kamikaze mission apparently um biden um on a probably youtube channel dawson uh apparently biden do i have this right authorized uh a new mission against that's what these I heard. ufos and that's what it looks like in the footage that we got yeah um, in fact this is probably the best footage i think this might be the only footage we have of actually one of these ufos so we can finally see what the heck he's uh shooting down mm -hmm. so this is an image uh biden authorized now kamikaze missions against the ufos at their recommendation i gave the order to take down these objects oh my god oh, oh <laughs> wow. unbelievable good thing we had dawson on wow. the ground there to yes catch that. i can't believe you're looking up at the sky dawson <laughs> at that moment um for those that haven't been there of course we got this beautiful sky painting as you go to our training room it's so awesome uh my two-year-old was so upset when i took that drone this morning because he <laughs> likes to chase that around the house when i'm flying it and that thing is so in you saw i had to like go left and then right it's just so inaccurate i remember <laughs> christmas morning we gave it to what did my five-year-old get that and it flew very well and uh, there's been so much damage to that thing it's amazing <laughs> i can even get up airborne anymore mm -hmm. um jesse <laughs> Has our federal government shot down like civilian balloons from the sky? Is that what's going on? That's the story. I mean, I, I don't believe anything anymore. I, I, I'm too skeptical. I wish I had my tinfoil hat here because, you know, I, I don't believe anything Biden's saying. I don't believe anything this group is saying. Oh, that was our $12 balloon. I don't believe any of it anymore. I think we're, uh, you know, I, I don't know what the answer is, but I'm just, I'm not trusting anyone anymore. What do you think, William? I really don't know what to think. Like, on one hand, if Biden's shooting down hobby balloons, his administration's incompetent. On the other hand, if he's lying about it and hiding something, then his administration's corrupt. Like, either way, it's a lose-lose situation for the American people. Well, it just seems very weird that all these hobby balloons just happen to go up at the same time, just as we're wondering about these, these uh, Chinese spy balloons. Well, what if this is always happening, though? You know, maybe that's the case, but I know that I, every time I go outside, I don't see balloons everywhere. We didn't even know that these were balloons. Like, we haven't even recovered the damage from... Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, what's and Biden, that? Biden won't even collect the debris anymore. He's giving up. It's unbelievable. Right. As too uh, busy holding hands with Zelensky over in <laughs> Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see this? Uh, Biden says... Where's this quote? Where did I see this? He says, Ukraine will not lose to, ch to uh, Russia. Did you see this? No. Joe Biden, Ukraine. I'm just going to Google this on the fight. Won't. I did see that China is prepared to get involved if the U.S. continues its support for Ukraine, which, you know, that's the beginning of World War Three, essentially. This is from, uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, talk, and this is the problem. And, and Let's get into this, and then we'll sign off today. Cause, and, and I'd love to hear from you guys at home. Um, Ukraine's such a taboo topic because it seems like anytime you even question the official narrative by the media and both the Republican and Democrat establishment. Here's the one where the Republicans and Democrats, it's one big party, right? So Ukraine, once you question the narrative, Oh, you're pro Putin, which is absolutely mm -hmm. ridiculous. So according to you, to Bloomberg, Joe Biden said, Vladimir Putin will never win his war in Ukraine. So he's basically saying that 
victory will be there for Ukraine. So when the president of the United States, who keeps sending military aid, says something like that, and we're fighting a war with Russia by proxy, you have to believe that now America's policy is whatever it takes, Ukraine will win this war. Right. Yeah, I don't think I think the U.S. has said we will not accept anything less than a complete Russian defeat. Right. So they're, they're not even open to any kind of peace talks other than a complete withdrawal, which is crazy. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and which this thing will never end if that's the case. So what is this story? Because I, I hadn't seen this, but you were talking about China getting involved with Ukraine. Yeah, it was a story um, that people were talking about this morning. Um, just look up China. Uh, China Russia. says certain countries must stop fueling the fire in Ukraine. It's yeah, seeking it's role a- in Ukraine's space or peace settlement. And then you got CNN with the clickbait. What would happen if China supports Russia in Ukraine war? Right. The hill China deeply worried Russia Ukraine war could spiral out of control. Uh, China Xi Jinping plans Russia visit as Putin wages war in Ukraine. So there you go. That's the Wall Street Journal two hours ago. Yeah. That's probably the most credible. So. Uh, Not uh, good. Communist leader Xi is going to basically go meet with Putin. Not that I'm against meeting with world leaders. My God, Trump had to actually go meet with Little Rocket Man. Which, <laughs> you know, I mean, once again, <laughs> crazy. But you got to do it because peace. I- if you can achieve peace, well, l- let me tell you my thoughts on war, and I, th- I feel like I can have these views because you know I am an uh, Iraq War veteran. I was also in Eastern Europe. I was a Kosovo. I wouldn't want to call it Kosovo war veteran because it had nothing to do with us. We were basically peacekeeping. Um, but, um, you know, wars are just mostly these days politicians against politicians. And all of us poor saps get roped into it, right? Like, I have no beef with the average Russian citizen, right? Putin's a madman. Putin's a terrible human being so is joe biden by the way i would gladly give up joe biden to go fight putin you know get his ass kicked because you know putin was a was a uh judo champion Mm -hmm. and then we bring donald trump back right jesse and (laughs) donald trump despite not being in the best of shape would probably clobber uh little putin because putin's like five eight (laughs) yeah trump's in the wwe hall of fame that's That's right right. wwe hall of fame no i i was just thinking about what you were just saying there about uh how important it is to visit world leaders and uh that you need to favor peace and i was just looking up a quote trump had said because uh it was when he had met with putin and he was getting a lot of uh blowback for it he said I would rather take a political risk in pursuit of peace than to risk peace in pursuit of politics. Mm. And I think that's exactly uh, the type of mindset that, you know, strong leaders need to have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, just you met with little rocket man, like all the Kims, terrible, horrible human beings. Yep. The greatest atrocities of our generation being done in North Korea in terms of civil rights. Yep. Like it's, it's literally a prison. That's what North Korea is. Um, but if you can avoid a armed conflict, a war with North Korea, uh, yeah, yeah, you that's do huge. It. And Russia, Ukraine, everything we can to bring them to peace. What isn't going to lead to peace is America opening up her checkbook. And I gotta say this: Who are we to open a damn checkbook when we are so far in debt? Yeah, this is why I think it's very treasonous what our politicians are doing to us. And no one seems to want to say this. So we're going to say it here on our show. These people are treasonous for taking us 
further into debt to give aid to a country fighting Russia by proxy. Mm -hmm. That's treasonous because you're actually harming my children and our future American prosperity by sending us further into debt. Mm -hmm. And who knows where the hell this leads? And that's the thing. And it's unconstitutional. I mean, where's the Declaration of Wars, uh, War Powers Act? You know, they, they haven't even uh, filed that this is a declaration of war, you know, uh, and U.S. involvement, even in even if that means non-personnel, if it's just the sale of weapons uh, and, you know, strategic involvement, I would still say that means that the U.S. has a presence in this Ukrainian war. Yeah. Uh, so it's unconstitutional by itself, too. And, you know, our founding generation warned us of these entangling alliances. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this is very problematic. There's this this principle of blowback, which is so obvious. Anyone that has any bit of an open mind and is not John Bolton would yeah. understand that once you do something overseas, it's going to have blowback. And mm -hmm. le we can't ignore the fact that Seymour Hersh, a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, literally has a story out there on a Substack that says, basically Biden authorized the destruction of the Nord Stream pipeline, which is an act of war. I don't know how anyone would look at that as not an act of war. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is kind of what I thought is that why these. Uh, you know, these balloons are being shot out of the air. Is it a distraction from probably one of the most important stories of the new millennium, right? One country was doing an investigation after that story broke. I forgot which country it was. It, it was maybe it was like Germany Finland or something. Or something. Like something. Mm -hmm. yeah, something Germany like, would make sense because they had a lot to do with that. Like, right, uh, right. That, that, uh, some country is opening an investigation now because of Seymour Hersh's reporting. Hmm. Yeah, we'll, well see. that's good. We'll see how quickly that gets quashed. Probably get quashed like the record of. Uh, <laughs> Or the uh, Epstein list. Mm -hmm. yeah. One last thing we got to talk about is this James O'Keefe. Uh, yeah. Not resignation. Sorry. Actually, I'm kind of confused on this one. I, I thought it was a resignation. That's actually what I put up on Facebook, Twitter, Truth. And so people in the comments were like, no, no, he was forced out. Yeah, which, but the board is right, saying and The that board is saying would, otherwise, too, that they didn't force him out and they didn't uh, fire him. So, so they're, they're, said, they're saying two said, separate things, of, right? Yeah. James O'Keefe of Project Veritas, in case you're not tracking that. Project Veritas infamously cracked a lot of things acorn was like probably their big story from the early what was that guy was that a decade ago anyhow most recently uh setting a guy up on a date and uh three dates in finds out you know he's a pfizer exec or pfizer what's his job at pfizer i can't remember right Is exec fine i don't know if exec well they don't fine. find out that he's a pfizer executive but they set him up because they knew yeah they sorry sorry they set him up they knew he was a pfizer exec and then he admits to basically that Pfizer is doing gain-of-function research, right. yep. which is ridiculous. But mm -hmm. what they call it? Enhanced evolution? Yeah, <laughs> something yeah, crazy right. like Unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. uh, so then James O'Keefe, almost immediately following that, ends up uh, going on a leave of absence. I think it was initially understood that it was like some disagreements with staff. And then he opens up, and you can go look for this yourself, um, we posted the video on Twitter, Truth. Um, the short video, right? Yeah, yep. it's, a, it's the short video. Okay. I think he posted the full thing, but if you want to quickly find it, you can go to action underscore four underscore liberty on Truth and then action underscore liberty on Twitter. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, fascinating stuff. All right, let's uh, sign off with comments here, Bridget. Anything that's still in the hopper? Um, not any new ones on the topics you guys were just talking about, but we did have – um, giant killing earlier when talking about the elections who said I cannot go to Ch go to China and expect to get a driver's license and vote in their elections how is this possible here yeah mm -hmm. but, and right. then Brad Ganser said many of the chambers are filled with the swampies 
Yeah, he yeah. Would, Brad would know. <laughs> no yeah, doubt about it. You're right it. that there's no other country in the world that would ever propose uh, you know, legislation like this to allow illegal immigrants to vote. It's only it's only our country that's dumb enough. Oh, it's not voting. It's just, right. just driver's license. Right, I know. That's what they there. say. That's you can, what they say. You can register same day in elections and all you need is proof of us. Uh, of uh, proof of residency, or yep. was a proof of? Yeah, they, they don't even have to show their ID. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. In Minnesota, you could just have, I think, uh, the like most recent bill utility something. bill to the address mm-hmm. to vote. Yeah, that's how easy it or is. Or even to just vote. have a friend come and say, "Oh yeah, they live there." Yeah, yeah you but can no have one's going to question. Vouch for you. Yeah, if you got dr- yeah vouching. God, I forgot about that. Yeah, they got vouching. Literally, a driver's license is the easiest one. You have a driver's license, right. and everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, you're a citizen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's game over for Republicans in Minnesota. If that well, I, I, I don't want to go that far. I don't think it's game over. I don't think, once again, I don't think there's this big poison pill here. I just think that in the end of the day, because once again, it's still a felony act. That's for, true, but how do you catch these people then? You know what I mean? Well, if, if they've got a legit address, are you saying they're going to use driver's license with not a legit address on it? Well, what do you say? Oh, you know, so you're I, saying re- you can go back to the voter <laughs> rolls and then see, yeah. oh, wait, they're not a citizen. But how do you find someone's citizenship How status? are you going to find that? That is a great mm-hmm. observation there, mm-hmm. William. You know, the other thing is, why would I think they're not going to commit a felony? They've already committed a crime to get here. Which don't we're openly our- saying is okay. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. the other thing is, by giving them a driver's license, aren't you just validating the illegal activity and now right if they do commit that felony they'll still have their voting rights if this hf 28 passes (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh but you know the biden border you know it's completely open uh this is going to be very attractive to these illegal immigrants they say well look if we go to minnesota we can get a driver's license that's a big uh incentive for them to come to minnesota that's not a good thing for our uh well, and by the state. way, let's let's stop this narrative that they don't they're not able to get driver's licenses as of now. Uh, you are able to get a special class driver's license if you're an illegal immigrant here in Minnesota. It's about mm. their argument is about erasing the stigma of having a special driver's license. Wow. They want to be they want to be able to blend in, have no questions asked when they're pulled over or whatever. So right, mm. it's the people that are here illegally yeah that's there's, not there's good there's no there's no hiding what they're doing yeah here. it's yeah. obvious yeah I, you know if, if you want to just see how broken politics is because obviously mostly you know I, I want more liberalized immigration in the united states um but you can't have a nation if you don't have laws and those laws have a border right and so you know allow people to come here don't give them voting rights and there's got to be a pathway to citizenship. This idea that we just turn this, you know, shoulder and f- like ignoring the fact that there's m- tens of millions of illegal people fleeing into this or uh, flooding into this country. And then we're just going to give them driver's licenses. Absolutely asinine. Let's have a more liberalized process of bringing these people here. Because if it's work, then great, it's work. But you got to have some damn laws. That's the thing that Jet. really bugs me about this whole thing. You know, Maggie, Jesse, and I, pro- we looked at each other in agreement here. We, we disagree with you on the more liberalized process <laughs> of immigration. With? Oh, yeah? I think we, we, we've got a... We've got a pretty liberal system as it stands <laughs> right now. No, I mean, actually, a liberal process, meaning like I... I you know, liberal is such a bastardized terminology, right? It's well, not- you, want, you want more people coming here. Uh, what I want to say is that we should allow people that want to come here and be... Uh, you know, to do to work, right? We want good people coming here. 
So yeah, there, there's of, a limit, though. We, we can't take everybody. Well, I agree. Everybody. There's got to be a limit. Wants yeah. to come, there's so got to be a limit. No doubt yeah. about it. But I'm saying we could liberalize that because obviously there's a need for a lot of workers, right? I mean, we should probably tackle our welfare system first uh, that allows all these people to take welfare checks without working. And that's you why have you no have no disagreement with me on that one, right? Yeah, definitely not. See, you're only coming here to enhance our society, not to be a leech on our society. A hundred percent agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. You don't get a vote. You don't, uh, you'll, well, if you're going to earn wages, you're gonna have to pay taxes like everyone else, but you're not going to get the benefits of the system. And people still come because it's America. We're the greatest. Well, we, <laughs> are we still the greatest country? I think so. Yeah, I think we are. I think we are. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're going down the drain, but, uh, yeah. you know, Inherited. we can still recover and we are the best. I, I agree. But, Again, like you said, we're going down the drain, and we're still the greatest country in the world. But that says more about well, we're not great. every other country in the world. Because that would be pointless if we were great. So we're not great. We got to make right. it a great. Yeah, we're right, good, right. not great. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying is that you gotta allow people. Like obviously, there's a lot of illegals that are filling jobs here. A lot of jobs that a lot of other people don't want. Right. Well, so you, my thought is. You know, that's just that's just how it's going. So why don't we have a more liberalized process to allow that? And this isn't to say anything about people who do come here, um, who immigrate here. There are a lot of great people who come here. Um, I just think that they too often get used as pawns by the left. 100%. And they're advancing their agenda yeah. because of immigration. 100%. Yep. But you know, I, and the cheap labor, all that does is screw over the American people. Then, you right. know, you bring in these illegals to exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, you bring in these illegals that you can pay under minimum wage and then you're leaving the American people out to dry. I don't like any of that. Yeah. Yeah. I do think there's a lot of jobs, though, that most Americans don't want. Um, and so, you know, once again, it just comes down to you got to have a border and you got to have a process. And the process is so ridiculous since the breakdown of the political world. I mean, like. If there's anything the politicians have really screwed up, it's this this problem here. And it doesn't seem like Democrats or Republicans really want to fix that problem, right? Just building a wall isn't going to fix this, right? Because there's ways to get around a wall. Oh, 100%. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's about yep, the total bo border security. So, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, I think we'll be back on Thursday at 1 o'clock, I think. Either in studio or maybe we can set up something remote. Yeah, I don't we can't like make those it. remote. Eh, it's not as much yeah, fun. Well, eh, maybe I'll I won't be here. Studio. I guess William won't be here because he uh, either be at his country club. Or <laughs> just uh, just well, now kidding. I got to show. I wasn't fair. <laughs> uh, or you'll be uh, incapable of leaving your driveway, which seems to be your problem when there's a flood. I'm, I'm going to pick up some salt on my way home here. That's uh, what so. normal people do. And by the way, you might not be able to pick up salt because Lowe's was out last night. Oh, shoot, really? Yeah, I had to go to Ace. I was going to go over to Walmart and see what they yeah, have. Yeah, I'm thinking you're not going to have much luck there at Walmart. Uh, salt's uh, high demand right now. Uh, I luckily got a 50-pound bag last night. Mm. All right, well, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll hopefully be back on Thursday at 1 o'clock. We are, are live every Tuesday and Thursday at 1. Uh, bundle up, get out there, remove some snow, have a good time, uh, make some soup chili or something like that, something warm. We're in for a big, big storm, apparently, in Minnesota. And uh, if I'm wrong, it's just because that lying corporate media telling us that we need to prepare for the big snowmageddon. But I think it's going to happen. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.